back to another episode of Green Fusion. My name is Tanya, and I will be your host for today, and I'm here with Eloisa. Hi, guys. And Liliana. Hey. And we're here in beautiful Winchester, California. Today's date is Thursday, April 15th. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, in today's topic, we will be discussing uh, whether biotechnology and genetic engineering are positive or negative aspects of today's modern science. But first of all, for those of you who don't know, biotechnology uh, utilizes biological systems um, and living organisms to create different products. The most prominent approach used is genetic engineering. Genetic engineering is the process of manipulating an organism's genetic material. This is mostly seen in genetically modified organisms, which would be GMOs. Um, What do you guys think? Are biotechnology and genetic engineering positive or negative aspects of today's modern science? Well, I don't even know why people would think that biotechnology and genetic engineering are negative. To be honest, there's so many positive advances that come from those. Like, for example, they can cure and treat diseases with the help of gene therapy, which also helps avoiding having babies with disorders. Gene therapy focuses on the genetic modification of cells, producing a treatment of disease by repairing or also reconstructing defective genetic material. In this case, gene therapy comes in well, comes in to save all the bad and sick genes in order to contribute to making a healthier human, human being. Even though I've heard several people making negative points about gene therapy, saying that parents only want to use them to fix their children's physical appearance, this therapy has actually shown that it helps decrease the number of born-affected children worldwide. I mean, come on, who doesn't want to help decrease the number of sick children being born into our world? Yes, and I also understand that over 7.9 million children are born with a serious birth defect of genetic or partially genetic origin. This is about 6% of the world's um, births each year. And so it is great. It's great to have technology available to us that can help us uh, remedy and treat such misfortunate situations. Uh, however, I also understand that this doesn't, that genetic engineering as well as biotechnology doesn't only help um have benefits in the medical world, but it also has many benefits in the agricultural world. Lily, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, well, yes, I can. Genetic engineering benefits farmers as it allows them to genetically engineer plants for them to require fewer environmental resources, such as water and fertilizer, which helps reduce the cost of producing crops. Because they require less water, genetically engineered crops also have a higher drought tolerance and allow farmers to develop higher yields of crops, which means we now have the ability to feed the world's growing population. In one of our future podcasts, we will be talking about overpopulation, which brings me to my next topic, which is uh, that genetic engineering also helps us fight the issue of world hunger. As I mentioned, it allows farmers to grow crops in larger quantities, and with this, with the growing growth in global population, the this is highly needed because there is a much higher demand for crops. Um. Also, I understand that um genetic engineering foods actually promotes uh sustainable agriculture. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Um. This helps reduce the need for new farmland, conserving natural areas, 
Also, planting insect-resistant GM crops reduces the use of pesticide applications, which is which are harmful to our environment. Well, that was some pretty interesting and important information right there. Also, did you guys know that biotechnology and genetic engineering, along with having a positive impact in plants and human development, it can also improve our food with the help of cloning. Thanks to this, our food has been able to increase its nutritional value worldwide, contributing to world hunger. And, well, not just in vegetable foods, like Lily said, but also increasing the nutritional value in animals. Yes, and it's actually staggering to know that an estimated 815 million people are chronically undernourished in the world today. That is about 10.7%, almost 11% of the world's population who go hungry, who go to sleep hungry every single night. Um, and it's just good to know that there's technologies such as genetic engineering, including cloning, which can help reduce um, these numbers. Anyways, guys, um, unfortunately, this is all the time we have for today. Eloisa, Liliana, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and thank you guys, the audience, for joining us as well. Uh, and I'll see you guys next time on Green Fusion. Have an amazing day.